0: (laughs) yeah one more time one more time like you breathe out when you do it okay okay anyway all right so a wonderful topic today Uh, yes wonderful topic (laughs) uh
1: created by yours truly not me who's not me
0: you no that's not me that's not me no, it's you. Wait, that's not, wait, that's not you. That's, wait. I'm <laughs> too okay. confused. Anyway, so the other day, I don't know how this thought came about, but I was just thinking about the past a long, you know, long time ago, like way, way, way into the past. Just some early childhood memories. And I just, uh, I was just thinking about how I was thinking during those memories like when i remembering those memories how was i thinking during those actions and i was thinking about kind of the next thing i was doing and just things that look cool trying out different th- you know stuff like that but a lot of the times none of the thoughts had anything to do with me in the sense of me thinking about myself or the fact that I am, like the sense of self. It was just doing stuff, it was not the awareness that I was, you know, a a completely different entity than say another individual. At least not consciously, I wasn't thinking that. So it was, it kind of posed a question and I asked a couple of people this and I guess I'll ask you this, when was the first moment you became kind of you were consciously aware like self-aware like you you knew about yourself
1: well funny enough uh i had to really dig deep on this and had to do math and subtract years with my ages and i just i knew like when but necessarily
0: what age (laughs) so Uh, yeah well (laughs) more broadly the question it's not necessarily when but it could be when just well i want to say it was
1: between either three or four maybe closer to like four that you think yeah yeah because i don't really remember anything
0: before preschool and i went to preschool for two years yeah i think you're right there's like there's like maybe one. it gets blurry because you're not sure Mm -hmm. was that before preschool was that preschool was that even you know further before that because you're just awareness in general is low and your memories kind of fade
1: but i want to say that's the earliest that i have been able to you know remember being aware of things just in general whether it's myself
0: or other people you know this or that yeah and i just kind of like what do you remember what it was like that memory of like, were you doing something like flicking crickets around? I mean, I have, I've had a lot of memories in preschool. I don't okay, you don't remember, like, what's one where you remember that you were you? Um, I guess the one I remember
1: the most was, I guess it was my first friend in preschool. Mm-hmm. And we're, you know, we do what children do. We play.
0: That children do, yeah.
1: (laughs) And oh, it was weird. I just remember for some reason he was sitting down, I was standing up. We were playing something where I think we were just building something with those logs, those stackable logs. Yeah,
0: I love those things. I play with them all the time. And
1: so I was just like, man, we really out here building stuff, and (laughs) and we're friends. Like that's kind of crazy oh damn that's kind of a
0: that's a nice memory
1: (laughs) yeah but i mean i don't know what happened to him as soon as i moved
0: it's gone damn it's like disappear yeah so yeah what about you what about me my earliest that one's really muddled because that's like i said i don't i don't remember the exact age Mm -hmm. i don't remember whether this happened before or after Mm -hmm. um but it, it was certainly interactions with people or things because then that kind of shows you you know like oh you know there's there's some sort of difference i and so i cannot think right that a couple pop up like one there was a popsicle i was eating a popsicle <laughs> and i was like i want another popsicle like one of those push pops it was a push pop do you remember oh, those? did
1: you get them from like a, a store or from like one of those ice cream trucks?
0: Because ice cream truck I always got mine from ice cream trucks so Yeah, that's also another was, preschool it, it memory it was the day outside and we were just like I don't know just outside doing whatever bubbles and water things and and just yeah. up, I was sitting on the curb with a push pop and I remember watching this thing melt down a little bit as i'm eating it and trying to push the sucker up just like how the f- hell does this work yeah and i just remember eating it and then going oh man i would like another one another one <laughs> and then i went to the went to the teacher i'm like hey oh wait this was in school this was in preschool i think what you got you got push pops yeah well yeah that instant <laughs> instance <laughs> and it it was not like a regular instance Mm -hmm. and i went up to the teacher and i was just like hey could i have another one or i probably didn't use that good of english and another one now no you don't there there are no more you don't you you only get one and i was just like what (laughs) like i ate that one like so fast or something like that i just remember being disappointed just like god damn like get another push pop like that was it that was that the was, one it's gone, <laughs> it's gone forever it's gone. and i don't know just the preschool was a very like sense of self type thing like you figuring that out because i remember uh there was this big light table with like this uh grid in it and you'd have these clear-ish like translucent plastic pieces okay that you'd stick in the like square holes
1: okay
0: and um the light would go through the pieces and they were just oddly shaped blocks and you just kind of put them together in weird ways and almost like a 3d tetris type thing
1: yeah i've never had that
0: yeah i remember putting those blocks in there there was a specific green one i don't remember its shape but i remember the green and i just remember going putting it in there and kind of not thinking this but being aware that i was putting it in there Mm -hmm. like i was the one putting the block in the light table to see what would happen so with that sort of thing like what what kind of thoughts did you have when you were kind of delving into this um
1: well i mean i didn't really think much in (laughs) in preschool but i think what really hit me was kindergarten oh yeah my second half of kindergarten because that's when i moved to I guess the house i'm in now Mm -hmm. and man was it weird i had to meet a whole new group of you know people Mm -hmm. and it's funny because i don't even remember any of the people my first semester of kindergarten from like my uh my
0: other school i didn't know anyone (laughs) you didn't know anyone yeah isn't that interesting though you interact with all those kids and you still don't know any of them yeah i just it's
1: remember one guy one one little one kid you know we were both kids obviously but whatever um he he would flip his eyelid so it's like oh out. <laughs> i remember that <laughs> and i was like dude that's so weird and then he's like do you want me to do it to you i was like uh <laughs> sure
0: i don't know how i feel and then that.
1: i he did it and i was like what the and then
0: i just you know just like real quick just to stop it uh-huh. I was like, yeah that was weird i don't want to do that again and that was <laughs> you just don't remember that person but you remember that yeah which <laughs> is just it's very weird but um
1: we going back on track the second semester of kindergarten i remember more just because everything was brand new um i didn't know anyone and i was you know just thrown in there you know just like an animal. i have to make friends <laughs> and it was well it was my social anxiety kicking off i was like i don't that know where it started do yeah I don't know what to do I can't believe they really put me in
0: here with all these other people <laughs> you were thinking that the whole time yeah. you're just like okay oh, now but, I'm in this place yeah. and I'm very uncomfortable <laughs> yeah uh, I don't want to
1: talk to anyone but I need to make friends
0: isn't that weird how that could translate to like now too
1: yeah it's still the same yeah wow but I mean everybody was kind to me you know mm-hmm. they said hi They'd try to be friends with me. I I made friends, you know, it's whatever.
0: So how did that kind of affect your self-awareness? Um, I guess just really
1: growing up around, I guess, just being around people for school in mm-hmm. general, just being around all these other kids and seeing how they act mm-hmm. and interact with people, certain things they do. It just makes you question, why the fuck do they do that? And it made me think about myself and I was like, and I'm thinking, am I weird? Am I normal? Am I superior? Am I inferior? I had
0: all these questions about myself. Did you get any of them answered? No. No. (laughs) You're still trying to figure that out? I mean. Whether you're inferior or superior?
1: (laughs) Well, at this point. I just stopped comparing myself to people. So I mean that's not the worst. <laughs> but yeah. So I I think that's the first time where I like kinda thought about myself in that type of aspect. Just uh having would it be awareness? Yeah, myself? I'd say self awareness. Self awareness, yeah. yeah. So
0: that was an interesting time. Yeah. I, you know i can attest i remember actually i remember one of the first first days of kindergarten walking in sitting at the the table it was definitely really weird like what <laughs> again like you, i'm here you don't know why you're here but then you just kind of start functioning in yeah. that area in that space and i was seated at a table and i actually remember um Maybe not the first table, but I I do remember at some point, maybe we switched tables at some point, but two individuals that were at my table at one point and, um, even a fourth or a third and a fourth and those individuals. But I, yeah, that's in in like coloring inside and outside the lines. Mm -hmm. But I remember introducing myself to them, like saying like, Hey, I'm Brandon and They're like, hey, I'm so-and-so, and and hey, I'm so-and-so. Wait, this was preschool? No, this was kindergarten. Kindergarten, okay. Yeah. Preschool, I didn't like interacting with people. I I had one I was kind of very... (laughs) Like, I interacted with people, but I feel like I was more like uh, On my own in that one. Oh, you... (laughs) No, we are good. I was... I feel like I was more (laughs) just chilling by myself (laughs) or going around by myself, but I, I played with kids sometimes
1: um so wait was, uh, a little sidetracked in kindergarten did you yeah. guys see that you're a uh, so- show-and-tell
0: i remember show-and-tell but i don't nothing ever significant and i don't think i had anything significant okay well i think
1: i don't remember how it went but we did it by letter like alphabet okay and i think i came in when they started like m or n MRN. Yeah, because it was the second semester. So, like, if it was M, you'd bring in something that started starts with an M. Oh,
0: like show and tell. It was yeah. everybody all at once, pretty much, and yeah. you just find something with the letter? Yeah, and gotcha. then
1: you bring it in class, and we get around in the circle rug with all the letters. <laughs> and then one by one, we share what we have. And, man, was that so stressful? <laughs> I'm trying to... I I didn't really have any i mean i've had a lot of toys but nothing like i really was attached to or really light so i just brought in whatever i could
0: yeah what was really stressful for me was the like green days red days yellow days what? you know no okay so you'd have like pretty much these posters on like the side of one of those mo- uh, metal filing cabinets okay and they'd be laminated also elementary school lamination was everything i don't know why but that's one of the biggest things i noticed oh yeah yeah texture of construction Mm -hmm. paper and then lamination yep but you'd have like laminated rectangles and at the top was green then it was uh i think yellow then orange then red and there were magnets with your picture or your name on it um and you know everyone started at green that was a good day if you were kind of bad you know you move it down to a yellow and then you were like you know getting there orange day if you were just acting wild and crazy all the time that was a red day you didn't want a red day and that was stressful to me the fact that there was a green uh like that i can go down i could come down from green just by doing what i do that's so weird what yeah well it it makes sense um you know if you have a terrible like you're not behaving at all uh you go home it's like oh how was your day i had a red day or you know like i had a yellow day and so your parents are like a yellow day why'd you have a yellow day or if you had a red day they were like they got a call and the teacher was like so such and such had a red day today you know this is what happened you know and then you process it when you get home but that was stressful as hell to me because then i was aware that the things i did mattered to the teacher Mm -hmm. and i did not like that at all yeah that i could do something that um i thought was okay yeah that was apparently not okay and that would be i'd move the color and you know it it wasn't like a spectrum of colors it was four colors yeah so if you did enough bad things in a day you like like one thing could push you into yellow and then maybe you do two things maybe that pushes you into orange maybe that teacher's just not feeling it that day yeah pushes you into orange and all of a sudden now you're in this category of like orange and you're like oh my god like red is I'm an evil, bad child, and you—you you just don't want to be read. Man, that's kind of messed up. Because for—I feel like for the teachers, that was just my perspective.
1: Oh, I feel yeah. like it was a no, lot I better mean, for other people, for like teachers. Yeah, it could be something like. They didn't necessarily like, Hey, I don't like the way you do that. Oh, yeah, they single that. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, that can happen. Oh yeah. yeah you certainly. put glue in your hands and you rub it together and you start
0: peeling it. That, yeah, I that's, that's the that. no, no. That was one of my favorite things to do, but yeah, but I think what I got yellow days most for was, uh, there were nap time mm, nap time in kindergarten. Yes. What? we got one nap time after that nap time was gone and i think later in the years they got rid of nap time anyway but it was like 30 minutes maybe 20 minutes i don't know we'd put on like in between the lions on the um they'd roll in the tv that those big fat oh, projector tvs okay and then put in a tape or a dvd i don't know whichever whichever one but in between the lions i think was vhs so Damn. Watching, reading Rainbow and In Between the Lions for nap time, and I would go somewhere. I, I still remember the spot. It's hard to describe the orientation of the room though, but I'd go to that spot and I'd lay down so I I could see the screen through like a little hole in the chairs. Mm-hmm. But if I didn't want to see the screen, I just turned my head away and uh, I didn't have to be bothered by that. But this, there were pillows okay just enough for the class the students in the class there were all sorts of colors and everything mostly warm colors right and all sorts of patterns but there was one pillow that was black and it had aliens on it and ufos and saucers it was the space pillow and i loved that pillow that was my pillow i wanted that pillow that was that self-awareness thing like that's my pillow uh-huh. when it's nap time space pillow mine right but there was one other kid who also liked the space pillow and so every time before nap time we had this uh you know those star foam like puzzle giant puzzle piece flooring things they're different colors mm-hmm. and you just yeah they're just floor mats right floor mats. Okay, yeah yeah um we had those and that's where you know the teacher would sit in the chair and for like reading time i think that was before our nap time we'd all sit over there on the mat well to the right on the right side of the mat was the place where the books were and the pillows Mm -hmm. so i'd always be on the edge at the right and then this kid would also be on the edge to the right wanting the space pillow and when when she gave the word like it was on like i'm getting that space pillow like i'd try to hide it the day before you know put it in a different spot yeah or you know, what some the? wild stuff. yeah i got plenty of yellow days from trying to get that space pillow man that was my space that pillow. was your yellow days yeah until she just took out the space pillow entirely because of it dang yeah but that i remember being very conscious of like making a friend but also you know. oh wait that person became your friend no okay i was alluding to before <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> okay got it got it yeah. yeah
0: no i did not like that that's person funny. even growing up that's like funny. in the higher grades i did not okay okay yeah no It's my space pillow <laughs> <laughs> got it got it but yeah making making those friends and like playing in that um in that classroom and then going after that pillow that really the sense of self was immense there mm. so so I kind of want to get into you know not just your experience with it but what you think about this topic in general of kind of your first awareness per se
1: honestly On- I didn't know where to go with this topic <laughs> so where did you go Um. at first I just looked up you know our topic. See what came up, mm-hmm. and then I was like, maybe I should go ahead and look up definitions first. Mm-hmm. Good place. And to then start. I saw the definitions, and they're very similar. So I was like, okay, I need to try and find the difference between them because they are not the same thing, even though they are similar. So what are these definitions? Um, for consciousness, I found. A sense of one's personal or collective identity, including the attitudes, beliefs, and s- s- sand sand. I can't read my own handwriting. <laughs> Maybe you should type it. Yeah, I should. Uh, but it's held by our, held by or considered char- characteristics of an individual or group Gotcha. or a consciousness. Um, awareness is the quality or state of being aware, so pretty much the knowledge and understanding that something is happening or exists.
0: Gotcha. I I like awareness. I feel like consciousness, that's, I feel like that's a debated definition for sure.
1: I for consciousness. I also, while looking up the definitions, um, everything I saw was considered related more to a more spiritual Mm -hmm. definitions rather than or something like panpsychism or something. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. I didn't know where to go with that. <laughs> you like not that
0: road. Yeah. Yep. We could hit that later.
1: <laughs> so, I thought that was interesting that it's has
0: spiritual definitions. Oh, huh. it's a widely used word. Yeah. So what was kind of your train of thought going from there?
1: Well, after that, I'm just thinking I need understand these two separate things more so I just went into I just delve into more of the difference between awareness and consciousness and I didn't really find too much honestly <laughs> which is just <laughs> crazy crazy oh, yeah? but uh I got more awareness you know like I the definition says it's more of how did I say this just just just, just knowing you know just knowing that something is being aware no (laughs) I hate when they use the word in the definition yeah um but so it can be taken on like a physical or emotional aspect too so like physically you know you can go ahead and grab this can mm-hmm. and then you can study it I'm just like wow you know it's smooth um it has this thing at the bottom what is this like a dip a or a... Uh, it's concave at the yeah. bottom you uh, know it has this a tab tab and then you're just kind of like understanding it you know what purpose it has it contains liquids a drink for you know yourself to drink so There is that type of being awareness, physical, or there is emotional. So it's just, that's a little tricky (laughs) to say. I want to say it's more being in tune with like emotions. How you're feeling. Yeah. And feelings and just recognizing, um, what I found online, they said, uh, sensory patterns. Mm. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Those... Two things did help me dif- differentiate both of those just a little bit more, but it's I'm still having
0: a hard time just yeah it's you know. it's definitely a a strange it, there are, the rabbit holes go deep on this sort of topic because mm-hmm. you could go the consciousness route even awareness itself has just like an endless amount of things and you know self- improvement how to be more self- aware stuff yep. like that so so where did you kind of arrive at this like what was what was kind of the meat of your of your thought there well um
1: at the end of it I just kind of kept the original definitions as I said earlier um and just kind of added to that mhm or not really added just more giving myself examples uh so know, awareness, knowledge of understanding that something is happening or exists, I just think about, like I said, just physical objects, um, how people perceive things emotionally, how people just really perceive things and how some people have, are capable of being fully aware while actually maybe that doesn't go under awareness (laughs) but for consciousness it's understanding that some people can be fully conscious and i guess aware so can you be conscious and unaware um conscious and unaware i don't to me i don't think that's really possible because when you're conscious about it you're already like giving it something already you're already identifying it but subconsciously is a different thing you can definitely be subconscious about it and unaware and it's more of like a feeling type of thing Mm -hmm. i think that's where that spiritual part came into play
0: because it's more of a gut feeling so you can't readily identify it and say define it or write it into words Mm -hmm. but you know there's something there
1: yeah
0: gotcha okay but that's that's all really can you be aware but not conscious aware but not awareness but no
1: is this like some um
0: out of body experience that i don't know like well i think i feel like you're drifting toward the definition like you got knocked out like you're unconscious i mean you can't be unconscious i mean could you let's say you're a robot like could you be aware of your surroundings say you got the technology but not be conscious like what's the definition of consciousness on
1: there uh sense of one's personal or collective identity
0: so say a robot doesn't have an identity but it knows where it is can it have awareness but no consciousness would that be would that fall under that category I guess so. Or would it have consciousness?
1: Okay, so depending on the robot, you know, (laughs) you can can build a robot that you can just control. You can just control it. But if it's something that has awareness, so like the knowledge and understanding of things, Mm -hmm. I personally feel like it should have like a mind of its own so like ai Mm. that's the only time i can really grasp grasp you know the uh whole robot thing so i still don't feel like you can be unconscious and aware because they do they are very similar and they almost go hand in hand Mm.
0: (laughs) okay what are your thoughts well i was just i was seeing. i mean that makes that makes some sense um but i guess it would certainly go to what sort of is your definition of consciousness and that's that's, that's really where, where it would are... around because it almost seems like they're used sim- like interchange inter- interchangeably like mm-hmm. if you're aware then you're conscious if you're conscious then you're aware but yes. how do you differentiate the two going deeper and i think that goes more into philosophy and spirituality mm-hmm. um which i i didn't um go that route because that that can go pretty deep pretty quick um but my mind when it drifts to say like robots and such it goes to like panpsychism and and how like things are conscious like everything's conscious but you can have something that acts like something conscious Mm. but isn't because it doesn't have that kind of driver but it see i don't know it that well so i can't really describe it but gotcha that's just something i've heard but I, I mean, when I looked into this topic, it was, I was so scatterbrained too. I, you know, I was looking into like neurobiology and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I can't learn this in an hour. Like <laughs> I can't learn all of this in an hour. I can't, I have to take a more surface level approach or kind of ignore the biology part of it yeah. entirely. Like I was thinking development of the brain, like at what point. Does the kid become conscious? Yeah, I I tried looking that up and I had no luck. And I was like, sense of self. okay, let's get into, you know, where in the brain is the sense of self. And I remembered hearing a neurologist say that we don't really know where this, you know, this self isn't a place in the brain and i looked into it a bit more and it's like yeah no it's it's not a place in the brain <laughs> we don't we don't really know what the self would be from a physical standpoint looking at it in the brain and so i was just like oh geez so again i just kind of looked around and you know there are varying levels of self-awareness and you you kind of touched on this like full awareness like what would you consider full awareness full awareness yeah i i to give you something to go off of i i called something first awareness which is kind of what we're talking about which is like when you were first you first realized okay things like and i'm talking about the self Mm -hmm. just you first realize things regarding yourself like you can realize things yes but then when you kind of have the idea oh me so they're just, like, levels of being aware yeah. or awareness? Yeah, awareness of yourself. Like, at in the beginning, you're like, oh, I am,
1: you know? Okay, well, if we're going off of that and we're doing full awareness, I would think that's the very peak. That's pretty much understanding the insides and outside of a single thing or person or whatever it is. Yeah, like self-awareness. Yeah. Like- so I think that's what it is when it's full awareness when you have a complete understanding of an object or you know like
0: i said whatever it is can you have full awareness i say it is possible is it one of those reference frame things like it, it depends on kind of what you're looking at yeah
1: definitely because even if you are aiming for full awareness I want to say it is still very hard to reach that point just because there is always something new being added Mm. or something that just didn't cross your mind or, you know, there's that, just a small detail that just slips by.
0: So when you, given that context, when you hear self-awareness, what would full self-awareness look like?
1: I feel like full self-awareness would be more being in tune with your emotions, how you are um physically just it goes back to self actualization just and acceptance, just mm. realizing what you are, who you are, the things you do, why you do it, just pretty much all that stuff and going into your subconscious and making that conscious so you know pretty much everything you know about yourself and being fully self-aware about that i would say it's very difficult because even i want to say even the people who think that they are there aren't actually there Mm. because something in their head is just blocking that making them think that they actually are but you know i i do believe it's possible you know there are people who have been, i guess enlightened just like
0: mm. you know buddhists so you get into in that sector would yeah. be spirituality like those yeah, individuals definitely. how who have achieved such and such and such got out of the circle would yes. be fully self-aware yeah that's very interesting And like i said a good
1: example of that are just like buddhists who are practicing to become uh, more mindful of themselves but you know they can only do so much the only person who
0: has actually done it was buddha himself mm. so i that was a really nice answer by the way oh was, thank you that was, <laughs> i that was thorough and like he just ran through that i was like wow oh man wow. I, I actually enjoyed that answer <laughs> very much because my my thought on what fully aware would be would be knowing your function so knowing your equation you could also put it if you know your equation whatever number you put into it you know what the output's gonna be yeah so even if you don't necessarily know the future you know how you would handle those events if you were to plug it in Mm -hmm. so it that's to me that would be full self-awareness you don't have to know everything say timeline like past or present future but as long as you know you know how you will process it handle it then going forward it it's it's not a big deal it's nothing's too much of a surprise you have control over yourself or at least an understanding mm-hmm. of how you're going to move through things so that was uh, what a good answer man
1: you,
0: <laughs> yeah so that's what i you know first awareness and full awareness first awareness i was I was looking up some stuff and it's, you know, babies interacting in the mirror with themselves. Like you were a baby at one point. Do you remember that shit? Oh, my God. Let me tell you about. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit.
1: No. Okay. So. Wait, you do? I, so, okay. No, I just. Okay. So I, I think it was a very like subconscious thing that I did. Oh, subconscious. But yeah. Yeah. Subconscious. <laughs> um, I remember it was either kindergarten or first grade. I remember sleeping and dreaming about this random house I was in. I, w- I was fully capable of thinking and I was just crawling and I'm just I'm thinking why am I crawling and I'm looking at this furniture that I'm not familiar with and it just took me by surprise because I woke up and I was I was like, why 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 did I have that dream? I think two or three years later, My parents told me, yeah, the first house we lived in was across McDonald's that got burnt down and they showed me like some pictures and stuff and i was like what
0: i remember that cabinet i remember crawling there was a similar thing i remember um well i it was a dream to oh that's weird it was a dream dream to me and i was crawling under this chair toward these windows Uh and i was remember describing this to my mother it was way later like i was older i think in like uh, early high school uh-huh. and she was she started asking me questions about it and it was like uh that sounds exactly like the apartment we were in when you were tiny i was like oh gee like maybe it's a memory or maybe your brain made it up maybe you heard you know the layout maybe you kind of saw the layout from somewhere else maybe it was I common i see that and then you just like constructed it yourself because yeah, your b- brain kind of backfills information mm-hmm. but I mean that's kinda of interesting a dream, and it turns out to be that's happened to me a lot <laughs> yeah, so life. it's just like I remember uh, um, a dream where I was there was this pool party in this pond mm-hmm. and I had a diving board and everything It was in the middle of this field, kinda in these hills, and you know, I think like a year later, I was biking and I passed. It was a place i hadn't been before and i passed that small pond yeah. except it didn't have a diving board it had a shed and it was okay. the same layout same hill structure same grasses and i was like oh jesus christ yeah,
1: i guess that does make sense because like you said the brain does take things you see during your everyday mm-hmm. life and then just puts them in dreams yeah so or, like, you could you could be talking to a person in your dream that you
0: actually saw in real life you just yeah. don't really remember or was the memory of your dream backfilled, you don't know. Don't know. How do you even? How do you even test that? But also, uh, something I saw. I guess young children, their dreams are generally more plain. 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 Like less emotion, less characters, less story, less things happening. There's less going. There's less going on. Like mm-hmm. less factors with very young children when it comes to dreaming so I wonder if that plays into awareness at all but I have that kind of in another point um, later I mean but yeah children interacting with the mirror are they conscious good question and unaware Conscious or are they aware. aware but not conscious maybe That's a good question. Yeah. I don't know. I really don't know either. And so I'm wondering, like, when do you become aware? When do you become conscious? And those questions I simply couldn't answer by looking at this stuff. But, I mean, some more interesting things, you know. Like one – yeah, I was talking about the dreams, how less stories, less characters, less emotions. But I also had the thought of how do you – knowing – awareness comes from – you know kind of reading data encoded so i mean you you stub your toe you're very aware of your toe all those sensors are going off here's my fucking toe like so now you're aware of your toe maybe you weren't before because when you're young you're definitely aware of your hands yes you're looking at them all the time but maybe you're not aware of your feet yet um because you've been crawling because you've been crawling or maybe you had shoes on the whole time So you're aware of maybe your legs, but say you take your shoes off and you run in the wood chips, Mm. that sensory feedback, now you're aware of your feet a little more than you were before. And so, you know, does that add to awareness? Does that add to your consciousness? You know, you just, you didn't know you had feet before, but you've been using them this whole time. Yeah. Conscious and unaware. Maybe subconscious and aware. (laughs) Subconscious. Well, I mean, is awareness, you know, I, I don't know, does it deal in subconscious and conscious? Maybe that's it. Awareness is about how much of your subconscious are you utilizing or aware of. I hate using the same word for the definition. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that, that made it so really hard. It's so hard to uh, do that. But one thing I kind of thought about is with awareness, your memories are key. If you don't have memories, it's harder to be aware. Now, I don't know this across the board. Like, I wonder if there are trauma patients who lost all their memories, but their body still functions. And in that case, maybe it's a subconscious memory. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was, it was just that. The brain is recording from birth. Yes. And I've heard even before then it's recording. So, I mean, anytime you use your arm, like you're you're just more aware of the thing you use and i i got into something that was really hard to explain is when you use your limb how do you use your limb move your finger you you're moving your finger now you know move your toe the same way you move your finger do you move your other toes with it my other toes yeah like crunch your middle toe oh, I move your middle toe without moving your other toes done really <laughs> could, no that's harder than moving your middle finger without you know that's true. Moving the other fingers but i mean somebody who doesn't really use your hand their hands too much or you know something may be up they um they ha- find it harder to separate those digits so like how do you actually use your finger I and mean, i get the whole neuron things and everything but they're people who sustain injuries where their body doesn't remember how to move their finger. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't, they didn't have like severe head trauma, but another injury, I, they just forget how to move their finger. They know what it feels like to move their finger. Yeah. They've moved their finger before. They can tell it, tell their finger to move, but it won't move. Mm-hmm. And you know, you could, over time you develop, oh, I can wiggle it. Oh, I can close it. Oh, and after time, you can really use your hand, but, you know, how does... (laughs) Yeah, um, that
1: kind of reminds me of the other thing where someone would... I guess when they're working with um, just prosthetic arms Mm -hmm. and, you know, the new technology making them move uh, by attaching nerves to them. Yeah. But I, I think this goes with that, but right before... Um, or maybe it's a different test in general, but they would have a mirror and then they would have one arm out oh, and yes. the other mirror and they're just like, for your, for your other arm, move, you know, whatever finger and it feels like they're doing it. And I think that's
0: just really interesting. That helps with phantom limb uh, mm-hmm. pains and such. They, you know, have the mirror box and they move, you know, it's you see the reflection of your other hand, but you act as if you're, like you said, moving the one that's gone yeah and they're like oh you know this pain is soothed or like they, they'll have like a brush or something same is with a hammer too you can whack it whack or you could use a fake hammer but it looks real and you whack your limb that's in the mirror box and you might feel it on this hand and you're just like ah, yeah it's not like feel it feel it but, but like, you'll have that uh, like, oh wow that's, that's crazy stuff but that, having ghost hands so it honestly i would i think i thought about that and like oh my god are you your body or are you not your body is your body just something that you are using to um observe what's around you and manipulate what's around you and you're not actually your body
1: uh yeah i want to say our mind takes over us and controls our bodies just so we can go place to place and look at things well and... even brain i'm including brain even as brain. The body. Uh-oh. yes uh yeah if you want to go take a
0: more spiritual route yeah, yeah. Our oh, okay. Spirit, okay yeah <laughs> our spirit yeah, guides we're... our body <laughs> giving it life our bodies are on a uh are on a um a thread yeah Of our consciousness, I'll just say that, and I don't have anything to back that up. (laughs) I don't know what else (laughs) to say. And we're just puppets of ourselves in a different plane
1: of existence. Exactly. Maybe, maybe we're our own, like, you know, overseers and beings from up above, and we're looking down, and then we're just, like, controlling each other like puppets, our own selves. I think of it
0: almost like uh, uh, you, like the you, like the consciousness that you are, is a vine in your body in your existence in say this universe or you know other dimensions or whatever you want to say is like flowers on that vine mm-hmm. and it's i don't know just kind of an expression of y- you but I, I don't know how to describe that i've got no basis for it <laughs> that's sometimes how i think of it but yeah that yeah connection of willing like willing something and then the action like performing the action what is that connection and some people say neurons but i mean even if you got neurons there are some people who have that trouble isn't willing using neurons because you're like wanting to like i'm saying willing as not necessarily the physical not attaching physicality to willing okay um so you could even take out the thought of i want to move my finger and just like The act of moving your finger it's just like willing it to move if that makes any sense but it not moving it's like like how does the action connect with the will it's like you breathing continuously and then
1: (laughs) you would start manually breathing once you start thinking why'd you do that
0: (laughs) i was breathing so good before
1: remember to breathe remember you know
0: how you're breathing right now me? Yeah, keep breathing. Yeah, keep breathing. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> make sure you're breathing. But yeah, no, that's what it reminded me. Of. <laughs> All right, so I got another thing, and this goes kind of with self awareness a little bit, and it's called the Johari Window. Okay, I think, and it was two psychologists were accredited with this, and it was um joseph luft i think i said that right and harry ingham i don't know like you saying that harry Herringham? harry ingham it's i-n-g-h-a-m Herring. harry 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 ingham, ingham? ingham? Ing? maybe it's ingham 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 yeah maybe luft and ingham. ingham okay uh, i don't know but it was back in 1955 and they called it like the feed feedback slash disclosure model of self awareness, and so they just call it the the Johari window, and the reason is because it looks like your basic window when you think of a window. So think of like your four square box. And you play four square. Yeah, yeah. It's just a I'm square sorry. with a plus sign, plus sign. Yeah. What? <laughs> by myself so, oh okay like we we had one at my elementary school but no one would play it. i know what you mean so you try running around and trying to keep the ball in the first uh, i mean
1: you know, i tried it with two squares because i wasn't that adequate at that, that active
0: gotcha okay yeah. <laughs> so picture that box it's just a box with four squares in it and at the top there are two labels above the first box is the known self so what you know about yourself And then at the top of the box to that right, so it's top right box on top is the not known to self. So stuff you don't know about you, but others know about you. So things that you don't know, but others know. Now take that first box in that side to the left that's labeled known to others. So you could Yeah. so this is things people know and then the left side of the lower left box is not known to others so you could think the top half of the box is known to others the bottom half of the box is not known to the others or not known to others the left half of the box is known to self the right half of the box is not known to self all right, well, that being said... We might put a picture in. If
1: if you don't understand, I would highly suggest you just look it up. Jahari window. Because even if you were listening to this on Spotify, there'd still be
0: no visuals. Yeah. So please, <laughs> so please so, okay. look it up. So the mixture, the top left box, it's the mixture of the known self, what you know about yourself, and what is known to others. They call this the open area or the arena. This is everything that you could think of that's like communication socialization like you just think of everything that you know and others know Mm -hmm. about you it's just out there mingling it's reacted to stuff like that now in the right box top right box is the blind spot that is what you don't know about yourself but also what others know about you so you could think, you know, maybe you just have this weird habit and you just don't know about it and everyone's really annoyed by it. And you're like, why are people annoying? Might be in that blind spot. Okay. And then the bottom left box is the mixture of the known, known to self. So what you know, but not known to others. This is called the hidden area or facade. So this is what you know, but nobody else knows. This is stuff you keep hidden information you haven't shared or aren't keen on sharing maybe you don't even want to share it to begin with so that's part of that box now the bottom right box is kind of interesting well to me at least it's not known to self and not known to others so this i almost think of as like your potential you know Ah. that's what i think of it as that's not what they said it was but just things that nobody knows it could be there but you don't know these are things that are usually discovered it's like um
1: it's like those hero films or cartoons where they're just an average person and yeah, didn't know you day, had it in you i and didn't until know one either. day they're just like
0: oh you got super strength now yeah there you go and so a lot they say they were saying that a lot of the effort is to minimize the other boxes generally not you know because you want some aminute anonymity and i can't do it i'm sounding like an emo but you want to be anonymous with some things and um you know what you don't know you don't know and what others don't know they don't know so you're gonna have stuff that's unknown and you're gonna have stuff you don't want to share to the public i don't know if you would want something in your blind spot maybe if you want to be ignorant because i hear that's bliss but i feel like trying to you know actively bring that to the open is a smarter thing to do so you could handle that yeah so generally generally you want to open up you want to enlarge the uh, arena or the open area and so to do that you would have to minimize your blind spot and so how would you do that how would you minimize your blind spot between what you know and what you don't know and what others know
1: these are really tough questions it's man. not that hard
0: it's actually easier than you think uh, if you don't know somebody something uh-huh. somebody does or they interpret something yeah, that's another thing about blind spot it's also what they interpret about you okay so it could be wrong but if you want to know what somebody thinks about you what do you do ask i don't know there's one perfect thing you communicate In Stockholm. yeah or... ooh now you could look at their behavior for indicators, but you could also ask, you guys could talk about it be like, man, you are so annoyed at me right now. What is it? Oh, you keep tapping your pencil every time, you know, I say this word. Oh, I didn't even realize. Let me, um, I'll stop that. And now, now you're aware of it. It brings it. Uh. That's that self-awareness. It brings it into the arena. And so now, you know, and then you could either continually do it. Just to piss them off or you can stop <laughs> so that sort of thing so minimize blind blind spot by you know outside indicators i mean self-reflection and also just community communicating with people you know um yeah that's really it and then the hidden area what you know but nobody else does that's something some things i keep to myself just for personal enjoyment deepest darkest secret that too but also just in general i don't always want to share everything with everyone i want some things to myself just for me so that'll stay in there but maybe you shouldn't be hiding everything or being so closed Mm -hmm. so how would you bring things into the arena um i guess
1: i don't know just being more comfortable with yourself
0: yeah conversation sharing personal things when appropriate of course (laughs) nobody likes when somebody just starts babbling and they're like oh my god i didn't sign up for this (laughs) but yeah and then the last part is the unknown unknown for everyone how would you minimize the unknown how would you bring the unknown into the arena i I feel like you really can't unless you just kind of stumble upon it. (laughs) How would one stumble upon the unknown? Beats me. It beats you? The unknown beats you? God. (laughs) That makes sense and it beats everyone honestly. But you just, it would be interacting with things because as you interact, you gain data about yourself as well. Mm -hmm. So that could be talking with people, being in different environments. How do you know what you're capable of in a stressful environment if you're never in a stressful environment? You don't. How can you work on things if you don't know? So you might have to put yourself in a slightly stressful environment to know those things. Oh, that makes sense, okay. So put yourself in different situations. It doesn't have to be stressful. It could be happy, sad, just anything. Just enjoy life, experience it.
1: It's more of just putting yourself in a more uncomfortable position
0: I feel like you don't have to be uncomfortable. Though. You don't have to be, but it, it will definitely... Different, I want to say. Yeah. Like the spice of life, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> so, I mean, that's how you bring it to the unknown. You talk to a lot of people because they got different perspectives, and then you could bring the unknown into the known. And it doesn't have to be talking about you, because you can just get things from people and self-reflect. So it's it's kind of really cool stuff, and it's a little strange because you do have to find out right proportions of these things i mean you got to be securing yourself and maybe you don't want to share everything about your life you don't want to bring everything into the arena you know so you can keep things hidden but i certainly would want to minimize blind spots but maybe in efforts to do that i give up a lot of things that um make me feel like self-actualization that make me feel like a human being or a person mm-hmm. so maybe i'd have to give up on that pursuit a little bit like lessen it in order to enjoy other things so it's that sort of balance makes sense but i mean that's all i got on that subject and yeah. I don't well i don't have any more either yeah. i really enjoy that though because there's a lot of there's so many routes you can go especially with the uh, the whole consciousness and versus awareness thing that can just go everywhere yes and that can go into religion that could go into science i mean that goes mm, it's good just good stuff so i mean i think with that i mean we're we're pretty much done so yeah you got i think any? that's it no that's yeah that's it by the way if you have any ideas for topics that you really want to hear just shove them in the comments below on like youtube or something i mean we'll definitely see those read them and take them into consideration because you know there's only so much one brain could come up with so i mean
1: yes and please remember to like comment subscribe on our youtube channel follow us on spotify follow us on tiktok we are posting more tiktoks more consistently just on the weekdays
0: and make sure to be very self-aware yes of your consciousness of who you are and just think about weird shit (laughs) okay (laughs) it's always fun okay and i guess with that you know well i mean that's all right that's it all right
1: goodbye bye goodbye (laughs) you <laughs>